For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome back to another episode of the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast. I'm Joe DeLeon, joined by Ryan Roberts. Today we are, thanks for the little wave. Is that like the thing that we're doing now? We're getting the little, you know, the little audience I, wave. I just, I just want to see how I can take your attention away from your ad read, man. It doesn't take very much as a, an, an undiagnosed ADD person that does not take very much. <laughs> AD, ADHD, probably like me. I don't, I don't know. It's probably the, the same, same difference. Okay. Um, we're talking edge today. Good job. We already derailed, I derailed as, you, man. I derailed not, you. Not as bad as the FCS show with me and Sean, but uh, today we're talking edge. We're wrapping up edge week. We've got a fun pairing of uh, Nolan Smith from Georgia, and we also have Will McDonald from Iowa State, two very twitchy athletes. So this is going to be uh, a very entertaining discussion for both of these players. I do want to, before we get to them, Ryan, I want to just quickly get through the read. Bet online. I, I swore off betting after I made that that horrid mistake, but I'm back in, folks. I'm back in, baby. I bet last night. I was out at the bar. I decided to put some money down. My bet hit on the Mariners to cover minus one and a half. Just barely got that one in, so I made some money. And if you want to be entertained watching these boring, horrible baseball games like me, and you need some some little bit of something on the game to make it more fun to watch, go to bet online, put some money down, even if it's just 10 bucks. That's all I ever bet. You can also find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's Wimbledon Finals, Major League Baseball, and the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. Head to their website today or use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get the bonus and get in on the action. Bet online where the game starts. All right, Ryan. Uh, I want to start with Nolan Smith, who... We, we talked about both these guys on the ranking show, and if folks, if you missed the full top five ranking show, I uh, definitely encourage you to go check that out. But Ryan Nolan Smith, when I was watching him, one of the arguments that I made for him is that I almost wonder if he is more effective as a Sam backer, because the one thing that I loved about watching him was his ability to track the football, his closing speed. Against Michigan, I watched him completely track down. I think it might have been Corum who had the football, like full speed, tracked him down, made a really nice tackle. He is a very underrated run defender, especially when you put him in space, but he kind of lacks the, you know, the pass rushing nuances where I'm a little bit tripped up on him. Yeah, it's I mean, he does. He does 100 percent He's definitely nothing but speed right now as an outside track guy, right? Like there's not a ton of there's strong hands, but there's not hand nuance and there's definitely not a pass rush plan. And I don't push back against your linebacker argument because I think that he could be 
I remember when what was the kid that came out of Wisconsin a couple years ago? Um, oh, he's on the shoot. Saints. Yes, he's on the Saints. He got drafted uh, in the second or third rounds. He's a similar body type, is why I'm trying to get that comparison yeah. going. But there was a big conversation about while you're pulling that up, the gentleman played on ball in that three four for, at Wisconsin, but then he goes back on. Zach Bond. He goes oh, to the man, New Orleans Saints. Yeah. And he's now playing a Sam Backer role, but he also plays on the line of scrimmage a little bit, too. And I think Nolan Smith can bring that type of versatility to you. I do think he could play on the line of scrimmage for a 3 4 team, but I also do think that he has some versatility to play in space. My favorite thing about him, though, Joe, easily, is my guy is violent in the run game. Oh, man. yeah. I, he's. I forget who you called a swinger the one time, but like he's a swinger in the run game, man. Like he can set an edge, strong hands, gets easy lockout and extension, even though his arms aren't crazy length. Like I think he came in from spring grade at 32 and 5'8. So he's a sub 33 inch arm guy. So it's not incredible length for the position. 6'8 wingspan is a little better, but he really knows how to get extension, lockout, and he's got some powerful mitts on him. So he's a really. He's a ready-made run defender, I think, on the next level as a 3-4 outside linebacker. He can really set a firm edge in that department. By the way, talk about uh, ADHD radio. My my hair got messed up, and I was so distracted. I had to put a, a, a really stupid-looking hat on. This hat does luckily, not fit me well. Luckily, I was looking at a different screen, so I didn't see you, didn't even you notice. have to do this. Oh, I, yeah, I, look, I, yeah I, was, I looked like a oh, total we can, we, can, we, we can't both wear backwards hats. That's yes, not we how- can. We got to go back to the green shirt phase that we had, but I want to go back to Nolan Smith. Though you're talking about uh, the violence in the run game, so like that—that's that's where I'm so high on him is what he does as a run defender. Um, I'm playing it on who I said was the swinger. I think it might, and it was Miles Murphy, was and it was, El- was and, and, and it was Ellerson Smith last cycle. Yes, right? yeah, the yeah. two cycles ago that I said is a swinger. Yeah, but the one thing that's a little odd to me, and I brought this up on the ranking show, is that I feel like he doesn't do the same things when he's a pass rusher it just it feels like everything he has the violence and he has the mentality to be an aggressive pass rusher he doesn't have the strength to fully win with a bull rush like he absolutely does not and i feel like he doesn't bring that to his pass rushing like i feel like that doesn't really show up the the thing that bugs me the most is like this is might be like a fourth four low four four guy because he's so freaking fast he's fast but he he doesn't play like an outside track guy like he doesn't try to to bend the edge like i feel like he doesn't do that he just runs straight at guys and then he gets stopped because he's so light and it doesn't really work for him yeah i i wonder i mean i think that the length is in that department right because like he plays like he's going to be like a long arm type of dude i don't think he is a like i don't think he has the length to do that what i think he does is he does have powerful mitts and i agree with you i don't think that he's I think he's flexible, but I don't think he's bendy. There's a huge difference there, right? Like bendy is ankle flexion, the ability to dip and get low to the ground on like a 45-degree angle. I think he's flexible in the in the regard that he changes direction really quickly. And I think that's the best part of him right now is that he does have that speed. He can threaten the outside track, but his big success as a pass rusher right now is either – in pursuits when he's someone's broken the pocket yeah. or when he's threatened outside and then he hits a quick inside move because he's just so twitchy in that regard. So there's definitely nuance that needs to improve in that department. <clears throat> I question what his upside long-term is as a pass rusher because he doesn't have tremendous length and he doesn't have the pass rush plan right now 
he's a pure explosiveness guy, which is a good trait to have, obviously. But this kid might end up being a really good starting 34 outside linebacker that's maybe more of the Sam guy versus the versus the um the weak side rusher, right? right? Like he's right. probably gonna play some overhang. He's gonna play more in space, and he might only get like six to seven, maybe eight sacks a year, but he's just such a dominant run defender and plays in space so well that you don't really care in that regard. I yeah, I'd almost I'd almost argue that he once he gets to the next level, more is gonna be like that Zach Bond where mm-hmm. His value and his experience as a pass rusher is going to be taken into account when teams are evaluating him and are making that decision. And instead of being, oh, this is a guy that we think can turn into a full-time pass rusher, it's going to be more of let's move him off the ball more and let's let him play as an actual off-ball linebacker. But because he has that feather in his cap, we know that we can rush him off the edge and we can blitz him. And he's got the nuance, not the nuance, but like the understanding of how to pass rush that he will be effective when we try to get creative with his usage. Like that to me, that's how I see him project him more rather than as the, uh, you know, the current full down, eventual full down pass rusher. Founded comp, Joe, from a size Uh-oh. perspective. You remember? Because I was thinking, what could it be his best outcome as a pass rusher? And I started thinking how Hassan Reddick's used, right? It's very uh. unique and different. And then I went to um, NFLcombineresults.com, and we're talking about a kid in Hassan Reddick that was six foot two and a quarter, so sub six three, 237 pounds, which is exactly what, um, what he came in as talking about Nolan Smith and he had 32 and three quarter inch arms. So right. the, also the big thing that you said is Nolan Smith's a really good athlete and Hassan Reddick ran four, five, two coming out and 36 and a half inch vert, some phenomenal numbers, seven Oh one, three cone as well, which is a dynamic number and 24 reps on the bench, which I would not be surprised if Nolan Smith does. Cause he has some power in his, in his arms and his upper body. So Maybe he's a Hassan Reddick guy. Maybe it's going to be, it's going to look different. It's not going to be your traditional edge type player, but maybe that's how you can unlock that athleticism. But at worst, I think this is a really good Sam backer in a three, four. He's going to set a firm edge. He's going to play in space and he's going to give you some juice as a pass rusher. Here is my one major negative for yep. Nolan Smith, though. Uh, why does he not wear gloves? Uh, I'm actually that actually gives him a little of a boost, in my opinion. Mm, the fact that he doesn't no, wear gloves. No, uh, I, I don't. No, I don't like linebackers who don't wear gloves. Uh, I, I, I I used to not wear gloves. Yeah, but you you played in the uh, in the 1980s when they didn't have gloves. Uh, uh, <laughs> I played in the early 2000s. Actually, not even early 2000s. 2000. I was in high school. 2006 to 2009. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you're only five six years older than me. There's not much. Of a, <laughs> exactly. Not much of an age difference. Dude, I used to rock the uh, used to rock the butterfly extender with the no gloves. Man. Oh, you so you were a tool. <laughs> I mean, I was a, I was a, I was a linebacker. I was a linebacker I'm that just wore. A, well, no, I mean, I was a linebacker that wore a butterfly collar, though. So yeah, well, I was kind of a tool. We, yeah, we joke around about how you like. We were talking about the lineman. You like pricks, uh, and like you want yeah. linebackers to also be pricks. You were, to, I, and I think you even said this to me, like you were totally a prick. Like that's, oh, like, I was hundred percent uh, the prick. total player that you. I, I, I talked a lot on the field, dude. I was, I was a huge, yeah, as, you, as you should, huge. as <laughs> yes. you should. I think, I think you got to have that. The presence is a. 
Oh, as a linebacker, playing a linebacker, hundred percent, man. You need to be a prick. As I, another position, you have to be a prick. Yeah, I definitely prick. did not have that as a uh, as a long snapper. Uh, let's let's talk about Will McDonald, Ryan. Um, before we get to the projections for these guys, Will McDonald. First, just a uh, random ADD thought. Um, cheese yeah. it bowl, really depressing. Uh, nobody in the stands. Really, really depressing to watch that tape. <gasps> Oh, cheese it bowl. Wow. That's, that's, a, that's a cool, man. <laughs> Cheeses are delicious though. So I, I accept that that's the name. You don't like cheese. It's, are you kidding me right now? Oh, uh, no, I do. But like, I, that wasn't the direction I was going with that. I was just saying that oh. the bowl, the bowl game in general was really depressing uh, to, to just like keep sure. watching that, the, that tape because there was nobody at that game. No one. No one sure. Really cared. Sure. I mean, it's like, it's like watching a Miami Marlins game <clears throat> or a Miami Dolphins game. Yes. Or, yes. Know, that's very like that. true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Will McDonald from Iowa state though. Uh-huh. Uh, flexibility, fluidity. That Crazy. is what, what screams to me on tape. I see a very instinctual player too. Like th- this is a guy who doesn't, get baited easily in the Clemson game they left him unblocked a lot and Mm -hmm. oftentimes these end men on the line of scrimmage or when they're put in those situations don't know what the hell to do and they still pursue and they not necessarily most of the time you ask a an an edge defender in those situations to maintain the edge and play the line of scrimmage he doesn't bite he doesn't bite on those things that instincts the instincts to find the football to play along the line of scrimmage instead of just con- pursuing upfield, that to me was was very uh, exciting to see because a lot of a lot of edge rushers will bite on stuff like that. Yeah, he's a very instinctual player. To your, he's a very smart football player. He is already over twenty three years old though, so that he's going to be um, a little bit older of a rookie. Which you know, it's it's a note, but it's not a deterrence in my opinion. He is. I mean, this is my tight man. Like he is incredibly flexible, true outside track guy. And he has some of the best bend that I've seen over the last few years, man. Like he can really bend that track and transitional quickness at the top of the arc is fantastic for a Will McDonald's. Can I say this though? Yes. I hate how they use him. Hate it. They play a three-man front. He's playing a four-four eye sometimes. It's like, no, man. He's 6'4, 226 pounds. He's not, it's not him. Let him rush from a nine. Let him mm-hmm. rush outside alignments and let him win. Because that's how he's going to win. And the other thing, Joe, yes. quick note. Incredible length. Like silly length for a six foot four kid. I mean, he has 34 and 5 eighth inch arms and nearly a seven foot wingspan. He's got a six eleven wingspan. He has longer arms than Andre Carter from Army, who's six six that we talked about yesterday, that also has vines right around 34 inches. He's got longer arms than Nolan Smith that we just talked about. He's got longer arms than I mean Ali Gay, who at LSU is 6'6, 255 pounds. Like Holy this kid crap. has some unnatural arm length for his height. And one of the better High school track and field athletes mm. that I've seen. He's six four high jumper, twenty two plus foot long jumper. He was a hundred and eighty foot discus thrower and like a fifty foot shot putter. Just ridiculous athlete, man. Explosiveness all over the field. And I think you couple all of that together, like the the, the flexibility is rare too. Like he yep. he, it's like a slinky. Like we, I I was mentioning the same thing with Nolan Smith when we did the ranking show, he's also very flexible, but I think Will McDonald almost might even take that a step further. Like he is really, really fluid and you don't get it every rep, but when he breaks that out, he's able to, to, to bend with the best of them. 
My, that, that has to be the most goofiest thing I've ever said on this show. Um, but there is one play that I tweeted out, and I, you know, I understand that the the tackle was trying to to, to cut block on that play, or might have been trying to cut block on that play. Still mm-hmm. lunges, but there is a rep against Clemson where he's not even touched, and he straight up crosses up an offensive tackle because he's able to do so. He's able to plant and get out like a basketball player. And we were we were saying this to each other beforehand is that he almost has that basketball player's mentality to being an edge rusher, which I freaking love. Like maybe the comp, <laughs> maybe the comp for him is James Harden, man. Maybe that's the the, the comparison. Oh, no, you, you got to give him someone more athletic than James yeah, Harden. Yeah, we got to actually, we got to cut. Well, James Harden used to be, when he was younger, he was pretty, who's like a really, I'm trying to think. Really good athlete. Really twitchy, who's a really twitchy. Um, Russell Westbrook. Like, yeah, yeah. Russell Westbrook. I know he's who's got like a, a deadly crossover, though. I'm trying to think who's got like a really Kyrie deadly Irving. Crossover. I hate Kyrie, so I refuse to get. <laughs> <I'm just trying laughs> I mean, asking people that have really good cross. All right, how about this o- older, t- older comp? Ready? Okay. Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson had a crazy crossover. Uh, he's a lot bigger than Allen Iverson. I- I'll sure. give the Kyrie. I'll give the Kyrie comp because I think he fits the size profile a little bit better. Wait, how, how big is Kyrie? Kyrie's like six three, six four. And look at God, God, Joe. Such, <laughs> such a hot show, man. Oh, uh, he's six two. He's six two. He's only six two. Really? I'm gonna text my basketball. You know who's tall? Ball. You know who's tall? Russell Westbrook. He's like six five. Make, yeah, he's six four. He's six three, six four. No, Russell Westbrook. Westbrook's like six four, six five. Look it up. No, that's cap. No, I'm I'm right. I know I'm right. Go ahead. Six three. No, he isn't. Six three. I just looked. I don't out. believe you. I don't believe you. <laughs> the internet says otherwise, brother. Oh yeah, anything on the internet is true. I want to make sure that you're using a good source here. Okay. One second. One second. All right, you got a sec. There's no way he's six three. There's no way. I don't believe it. No, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Let me go to the NBA Combine or something. I, I need real. Real numbers here. You think man. that they? You think that the that he was taller, and they they wrote down that he was shorter. I think he was six four plus. Yes, I do. I do. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a get somebody. Hopefully, somebody texts text me by the end of the show. But I, I, whoever has like the deadliest crossover in the NBA, I think is his comp. I don't want to compare him with any NFL players. Derrick Rose. Get, Derek Rose. Derek Rose is too short. I feel like. Oh my God. What do you need? A 6'4 guy? Is that what you're looking for? Yes. I want the physical profile. Oh. He's 6'2. Maybe that one works. I, I would like it to fit the physical. Maybe Russell Westbrook. Maybe, maybe Russell Westbrook. Um, I feel like he's more full steam ahead. I don't know. I, I also hate Russell Dude, he's Westbrook. He's twitchy though. though, man. Like he's yeah. a crazy athlete. But maybe, maybe, maybe that's the cop. Maybe Russell Westbrook's the comp because he is kind of built like a linebacker and he plays like a running back, which is which is kind of funny to to Dude, consider. Prime Derrick Rose though was explosive. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. But I just don't yeah. think he. Uh, I think size-wise, I don't think he fits because he's kind of lighter. He's a lot right, thinner. Ru- find, Russell, find I will get. I'll give you the Russell Westbrook one. All right, but it's disappointing it. that you think that he's taller than he actually is. Shut up. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's keep but moving. Will, will McDonald, though, my only hang-up with him, mm-hmm. and and I think one of the best teams that he went against, especially going against Jordan McFadden, I kind of got this sense that like it just felt like there was a sometimes a lack of dominance. Like it felt like. Th- I'm not saying think- that he wasn't killing guys. Like I yeah. felt like he wasn't just – there weren't plays where I was like, holy crap, he's dominating. Like that one rep that I posted was like 
this is fun. Like he moves really easily, but the the tackle dives and lunges, mm-hmm. and he he's not killing Jordan McFadden, who he should be killing. Well, do you do you think that it's because of the usage though? That's the question mark because he's playing That's a, a good point. He's, He's playing an alignment that he'll never play in the NFL. Yes. Like he's never going to play a four, a four, a good point. A four eye, like ever. But that's a really good point. That's actually, that honestly dispels my argument because the, 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 the good NFL thing is, is not going to do that. The good thing is, is that he's 100% going to be a senior bowler, 100%. So, because he got a nice spring grade and he's mm-hmm. a senior. So, he, a redshirt senior. So, he'll be at the senior bowl unless he decides not to participate. And you'll be able to see him as a true outside track guy there. He'll be at wide alignments, rushing and dominating, I think. I, yeah, he's a good player, man. Real good yeah, player. Well, we'll get to see what he actually does. So I, I want to provide projections projections for both these players. I think Nolan Smith is going to be contingent on how Georgia uses him this upcoming season, but also how teams value him. If we're in the draft process and he's valued pur- purely as an edge – I think he bumps a little bit more early day two. I think that if if we're talking purely Sam linebacker, outside linebacker, all those traits, man, all the stuff that we talked about, the fluidity, the athleticism, the closing speed, the ability to track the football as a run defender, I, I say late day one, man. I don't think that that wow. is a, a stretch. I mean, I had him ranked as my fourth fourth edge, and I think that this is a, this is a good edge class. Like, I don't think that's a, a stretch to say that pick 25 to to pick 40 i think that that that's somewhere in that range is is arguable for for nolan smith it's fair it's fair i had him at number six so he was right outside of my top five so he's more second round player to me which is fine i think that there's a really nice baseline it's just i need to see more as a pass rusher like i just need to see more but at worst you're getting a very explosive football player who is a going to be a really good run defender like there's no doubt about that so Uh, let me ask you this if yep. like I'm currently valuing him more as an outside linebacker, I don't know if you are necessarily as he's, much. If he's an I edge, think we're in agreement. A, yeah, if he's an edge, he's going to be a three-four outside linebacker. Okay. Like he's not going to. He's not ever going to be a four-three hand in the dirt defensive end. Like there's no doubt about that. But here, here's my question though: is that you've watched more linebackers than I have? I have not sure. dove into the linebackers. Where would you say we purely project them as an outside linebacker, not as a stand-up three-four rusher? Where would you slot him in that group just roughly? That's such a tough conversation for me because, I mean, there's outside linebackers are kind of not really a thing anymore, right? Like we've talked about the obsolete nature of a uh, Sam linebacker. Like yeah. most, te- most teams are running a 4-2-5 look. If that's right. a big nickel, then they'll have their Sam in there playing like the overhang type of thing. But they're playing two inside linebackers at this point in the NFL. So I, I think I'm going to value him at the edge now. Because I don't want to value him as a Sam purely because okay. that's not a valuable position anymore, if that makes okay. sense. Okay. So you you're saying that it it realistically he's an, edge. he's an edge to me. Even if he's a Sam linebacker that you're painting as a Sam linebacker, he's still gonna be an edge because most of the time he's gonna be on the line of scrimmage. But for the sake of argument, you think it, it yeah. would be too much of a force to to see how he lines up with with that the group of linebackers this year? Because you told me it's a really it's, good li- group of linebackers. Yeah, it's it's a good group of linebackers. It seems like early. I I think that it's you're projecting a little too much to things okay. that you don't know because if he's That's playing true. in the middle of the defense, like you don't know what his eye discipline's like, you don't know what his run fits would be from that perspective. Like he's it's something that he's never done, so it's a pure projection at that point. Not saying he can't do it, just something that we obviously haven't seen at this point. Right. Um. I I, I really do like the traits though, and I think mm-hmm. that 
because we're trying to go off of projection, which I don't I don't think I do an effective enough job in summer scouting. But like if I'm trying to project this guy, I think that there is a possibility for it. Probably more more realistically going to slot where you have him. Uh, McDonald, on the, on the other hand, he's also a tough projection because he's also not being used properly. And I, he, I have a total feeling this is going to be one of those senior bowl risers. Like this is going to be your Jermaine Johnson. He is going to be considered to be like a day two prospect the whole cycle. And then he's wow. going to go to the senior bowl and then he's going to shoot up boards. I think he also could be in that it, uh, mostly early day two argument. I, I I think for me, I'm starting this hype train now, and I'm going to say that I think that Will McDonald could be a first round pick. I, I wow, I think that I do. I, I truly do because I, I think that he's got special traits to him, right? Like I need to see him play at 240, 245 pounds. Like he can't come into the combine at 226. That would be not be a good look. But the flexibility, the explosiveness, and the bend he has, I think, are special traits. He's productive even though he's playing out of position. I think when he's a true outside track kid, he's going to be a double-digit sack guy at the next level, in my opinion. So I just got um, – I think I got the comp for him. Oh, John no. Morant. John Morant. Is John it's tall? John's like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, I don't think that's true. I think he's like 6'2". He's 6'3", so he fits that okay. perfectly. He's 6'3". Um, and, dude, this year really – because he's explosive. He's freaking fast. He's downhill, and he is fluid. He – Talk about put, like a slinky. Like I think that fits that perfectly. Are you gonna put that on Twitter? Your comparison to John Morant from him? No, because I'm gonna. To? I would. Uh, people are. I'm, I don't I'm think gonna everyone put, appreciates that as well I'm as gonna, I would. I'm gonna put an actual good comp of him on Twitter when we get off with a, with an NFL player. No, I'm not gonna tell you what it is now either. So oh don't ask no! Me. Oh no! Okay, we'll see. <laughs> I agree with the sentiment though that you have here. Uh, I feel like this one particular episode, I'm being a lot looser with my projections for both of these guys than I probably should be. But this this edge group is very underrated. This edge group is really good. I'm not afraid to say that there's five guys that are going to be draftable on round in round one. Like I don't think that that's that crazy. At the very least, huh. we'll have a run early on day two of these edge rushers that are still available. But like I, I totally again. I see him being this year's Jermaine Johnson. I think that that is 100% possible. Maybe yep. Iowa State is smart enough to use him a little bit better. He's still going to be Let's productive despite, despite being jammed into a stupid spot to place him. Yep. But I think that if if he maybe doesn't pop on tape as much as he could, he's going to show up to the Senior Bowl. And like you're talking about, they're going to line him up outside and he's going to kill dudes in these one-on-ones. And he might be able to, able to take the the week off early. It might be one of those types of situations like Jermaine Johnson had. I, I and he's got to he's got to be a good tester, right? Like he's going to jump out of the gym. He's going to do all that type of stuff. Because again, he's a six four long high jumper. He's a, he's a twenty two foot long jumper. I mean, the kid's going to test really well, in my opinion, as well. So let's start it, Joe. Will McDonald first round hype started up. Will McDonald first round hype, just like the the Steve Avila hype for. <laughs> I, I'm not starting that one. <laughs> I hate that you don't like that. I I, I I'm a big Steve Avila I, I fan. I want him I on the show. I don't dislike Steve Avila. I will. I am working. I want him on the. I want him on the show. I don't worry. Don't worry. I, I will drive down when I'm in New Jersey. Oh no, wait, never mind. You're going to be in Myrtle Beach. Never mind. I was going to say yes. I was going to I was going to come down and give you a big kiss, but that's uh, that's not possible. You you can come down to Myrtle Beach and not give me a big kiss. Okay. All right. 
Uh, I think that's a good note to wrap us up on at Joe DeLeon, at Rise and Draft, at NFL Prospects Pod, and subscribe wherever you are tuning in. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.